We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, this won't take long. I'm just going to say the same thing to you I said to him. Now, take it easy, Diane. And let's just sit down and have a nice, simple chat. You got any coffee? If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V-I-G! I love this job more than I love taffy. And I'm a man who enjoys his taffy. Mmm. Ooh. I actually don't think I got any in my mouth. And now. Still punching the clock, huh? With all the romance of two lumberjacks chopping wood. Thank God for KY. Our feature presentation. Oh, no. You guys, uh... You guys remember my former partner, Bean? Who? Yes. Wait, yes. The guy that got ate by the cat? Yes. The tall one. Yeah, the cat ate him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His cat ate him. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a bummer. I just woke up this morning and I remembered, wow, that guy was pretty cool. We used to have a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that he's dead. When's the last time you thought of him, though? I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. Hey, um... Hey, 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 you God. don't expect your own cat to turn on you, no. is my point. Well, I mean, no. it just... I mean, it wasn't his own cat. Hey, That's, he, but it was to him. To him. Yeah. Said it was to him. But the hey, rules hey, of, don't be insensitive. Rules of the animal kingdom. Guys, I'm I'm right here. I'm 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 still alive. I'm I didn't die. The cat didn't eat me. Is that the cat talking? Do you believe in ghosts now? What's Kevin? happening? No, is no, that, this is. You guys hear that? Yeah, it's a ghost. It's either a ghost bean. or the cat talking. Whoa, no, this is the cat's talking. The cat a bean. Now the cat's talking using oh. Bean's voice. Wow, this is, that's this, weird. This is bean, I didn't die. I'm still alive. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. That's just me, you guys, right? I'm I mean, just... there's a lot of dead flesh around the bite. But what? I mean... <laughs> dead flesh. <laughs> but I mean, I am still technically alive. I just am blacker in some parts of my body than I was yesterday. You're... Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> because of the bites <laughs> and the dead skin. <laughs> because of the dead skin. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Thursday morning, the 15th of August. Dead skin. Mm. Shouldn't it be a wound? Oh, oh, it's long past Shouldn't wound. be red? It's opening pussy. Oh! <laughs> Do we got to hit the button on that? I, I can't. <laughs> we can't talk about it now because we're doing an update on it later. Mm-hmm. So I can't give out too much information. But for folks who weren't listening, I did get bit live on the air at the end of the show yesterday by my new cat. And uh, we will we'll discuss it. I'll bring you up to speed. I'll tell you everything that happened yesterday. Can't wait. Okay. I thought about that all day. I can stop. And it just made me so happy. I don't, does that sound bad? Yes. No, it, was, it, it, was really, it really brought me joy. But it shouldn't make you happy. But it that did. Somebody, but that somebody gets bit by a wild animal? Why would that make you happy? Because that person fed the wild animal dinner before he got bit. 
Right, but you don't. When That's you watch, why. When you watch the Grizzly Man documentary, you didn't want him to get eaten. No, not at all. You didn't want bit. him to get eaten by a, a grizzly bear, even though he fed the bears and and try, and thought they were his family. You still, you still were sad by him getting killed. Yeah, by in the that bears. case, yes. But like, I knew how it was going to end. You know, right? I knew he was going to get eaten. You, on the other hand, had this optimism, and it was wrong. And that was delightful to you. I mean, it was, <laughs> I'll just speak up for me. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. Guys, this is not what. A, what a, if all right? Let me ask you this: If Kevin had died from his spider bite, what, should we all be happy about he didn't, that? He didn't grill it salmon. <laughs> yeah, was it steak? Which, what was it? I Kevin? didn't feed it at okay. all. But you, you also, definitely were petting it and making sure it felt loved. No petting. Did you also because okay. you named it? I didn't name it. Right. Okay. No, none of those. Uh, oh, different. So, mm-hmm. so you guys are suggesting it's not a fair comparison. No, right. no, apples right. to oranges. Right. Well, I don't know if y'all are disappointed or not, but I am still alive. So, I mean, so far, Tem- mm-hmm. temporarily. Right. We'll see how the rabies <laughs> shots go. But I, um, uh, yesterday we ruined uh, toilet seats for you. We can never again. None of us can ever again um, <laughs> poop in public ever because we just found out what a what a what a germ nightmare that is. So much worse than we ever imagined. Thanks, Kevin. I mean, I mean, I didn't le- make it up. It was just a, it was a professor talking. Leaping bacteria. Yep. Jumping higher than Jensen, we found out yesterday. Yes. Terrifying. Now I'm going to ruin air travel for you because mm-hmm. this story, I mean, I had no idea. We all remember the miracle on the Hudson, right? Yes. Captain yeah. uh, Sullivan. Yeah, Sully. Which uh, um, was an amazing, heroic story because they took off. This happened 10 years ago or so. They took off from LaGuardia Airport and they hit a flock of geese after they took off. That's all it was, was a flock of geese. And both of its engines shut down and they had to make an emergency landing on the Hudson River. Who's whispering? No one. I didn't realize that this happens all the time. A bird strike? It happens happens all the time? Oh, yeah. Happens every day. Regularly around the world, airports do everything they can to discourage it. Obviously, they use bird distress signals, which we have to figure out what those are, Allie, and if that's something you can put in your apartment. Oh, that's good. A bird distress signal would keep birds away. Yeah. They also use air cannons, and they have other means, not named in this article, to chase birds away. Now, that all makes sense, I guess, when a plane is taking off, if they're trying to keep them away from the aircraft uh, on the ground at right. the airport. But in the sky, think about how many, I don't know, are there millions of flocks of birds around the world? I would guess so. Yeah, you you have to assume. Yeah, yeah, and thousands and thousands and, I don't know, uh, 50,000? I have no idea how many planes are in the air at any one time. I mean, I just feel like it's inevitable that if you're flying an airplane, you're going to be. This is a typical bean moment right here, where he takes this one story and then he goes, and all of you, it's going to happen to as well. Right. Well, it certainly is, and it happened yesterday. Yeah. It happened yesterday to Ural Airlines uh, A321 with 226 passengers and a crew of seven. They hit the birds as they were taking off from an airport in Moscow on their way to the Crimea. All right? They made a de- the pilot made a decision. Who now is being heralded as a hero? Spoiler alert: He was able to land the plane. Oh. M- made the made the decision that he had to shut down the engines to avoid a fire, which I don't understand. The birds hitting the engines might cause a fire. Does I, that make sense to you? I don't know unless the engines start to malfunction and overheat or whatever. Or I don't. Or the birds catch fire and just, just run away into the right. I don't my, think my, that's. 
I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he shut down. So he just takes off. He shuts down the engine. And then, and this is the most remarkable part for me, because I can't imagine there are very many scenarios where you can test this out. He had to land the plane, not on a runway, but in a field, with his fuel tanks fully loaded. Wow. wow. And, he's like, and is, he, is he gliding? He has, it has, to to be. has to be, right? Yeah, the engine's off. Impossible. I mean, we hear so often about planes in the air. They'll be coming to Los Angeles or something, and they'll develop some sort of a problem, but they have to circle uh, to to get rid of the, the fuel. The fuel, to dump yeah. Because they can't yeah. land because it's too heavy. Yeah. This guy didn't have that option. He had to land and make you know make an emergency landing and then arrange for a quick evacuation because obviously there were still concerns about fire. A 41-year-old pilot named Demir Yusupov is a highly experienced pilot, has flown over 3,000 hours, and he had to, as you pointed out, he's gliding. He had to figure out a way to keep the plane from stalling. Yeah, and find a place to land, which he did in a field. Well, how uh, this was a single engine plane? Um, I mean, it, it looks like a. It doesn't say what kind of plane. Because you can it is. fly without with one of your engines going out. No, he had to shut both engines off. Or I mean, he had to shut the engines off. It says it says engines. So basically, hmm. all of them. Yeah, yeah. So he's gliding, and he lands in a field, which is just remarkable with a full. Full complement of uh, of uh, fuel there. Fifty five people asked for medical assistance after the injuries. Twenty three people were taken to the hospital, all but one released following checkups and quick treatment. By the way, there is video on Russian TV yesterday of passengers just coming up and just hugging the crap out of this pilot. I bet because I mean that was your whole life is just on that one dude's decision making yeah. at that time, you know. But it's nice to see, just like in the Sully incident, it's nice to see a ha- another happy ending with this because you just hit a flock of birds and. Everything changes, man. And I'm sure... So the point here is, they all made it out, even though they had to land in a field. That's Mm -hmm. great news, and we should all be very positive about our flight. Yeah, but not all of us are going to get that lucky. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this was a perfect case of circumstances where there was a place he could land, and you had an experienced pilot who could figure out how to do it. I'm saying this is an example... Of right. a positive thing. Right, but the pilot on your next flight, Kevin, that hits a flock of birds, he's just going to panic. He's just going th- to cry, and he's going to throw his hands up in the air like he just don't care. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm saying we're all going down, you guys. Right. I'm saying you got that from a story where everybody was fine. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't have to end this but way. It did. But it did. But, but it the thing is that it did. But it could have just as easily gone didn't. another way. They Go the other way. Thing could have gone right into the ground, nose first. It could have blown up in the air, too, but none of that happened. That's because another, it was, everyone another, was safe. It's another great option, something to worry did, about. Did it say how the bird was? I don't think it, it, the birds did well in okay, this okay. situation. Okay, okay. So that's a bummer. That's an additional bummer, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wanted him to take out all the birds. (laughs) All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Beach show, shall we? Mm. Okay. (laughs) I need to hear more of this. I don't like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's the opposite of ASMR? This. Oh, hello. All right. Bean got eaten by his cat. That's oh, we're gonna give yeah, you the update that's, on that. That's the uh, that's the page one headline. Gotta yesterday. tell you, it was uh, highlight, highlight. It was pretty amazing. I was trying to remember, and I know we're gonna hear some of the tape from when it actually happened. I was trying to remember if I screamed or not because oh, you did. It hurt like a mother effer. I think yeah. you, I think you just went ow. <laughs> My cat bit me. Yep. <laughs> Why is he the angry southern guy? I don't know, but it sudden. felt like that. <laughs> Uh, get up on this with Jensen. Mm-hmm. With a guest. With a guest? Mm-hmm. 
Um, also, Dr. Drew's going to be on the show. We're going to run some ideas by him about the public restroom study that we found yesterday. Oh, poo air? I mean, hopefully poo air is not as bad as we think. Oof. So we'll and, and run that And it sounds like even if you squat, it sounds like that's not going to do you any good. There's Correct. no saving you. Be, based on what we heard yesterday. You can't go to the restroom. Yeah. Right. Even the in o- your own home. The only thing we learned. <sighs> even in you your own to, home. If you have to sew, you have to sew up your butt. Yes. That's the I only solution. I feel like that story was brought to us by Big Diaper. It's the only thing that makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah, you're interesting. Right. Right? Well, I'm wearing one today, so see, mm. it works. Her job is working. Yeah, there's a couple that was married um, for seventy years. Sixty-seven. Mm-hmm. Sixty-seven years. Mm-hmm. Are we telling why? Or are we waiting for the story in a half hour? Well, I'll tell you what they. Uh, I'll okay. tell you they have the secret to a happy, lifelong marriage, and I think wow. that's something we all aspire to. Hmm. Mike Tyson smoked forty thousand dollars a week a month. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Not possible. It's good use of your funds. And D.C., Daniel Cormier, mm. joins us on the show as well. Today, we'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Allie is here. Time for a first look at what's happening. You might not recognize the name Maddie Roberts, but the feds know that name. And you'll know what he did. He is the founder of the viral Storm Area 51 event. Ah. Mm-hmm. Bean, wanted... the Lord and Savior. Bean, you still going? You still going, Bean? Uh, I'm going to see them aliens. They can't stop us all. Okay. I'm concerned that you won't be able to fully Haratu run or whatever, Naratu run, though, with <laughs> your new foot injury. With, I, no, with no foot. Yeah. I, I will have a prosthetic by then, I hope. Okay. okay. Excellent. Right. Well, he, of course, says he wasn't planning on the momentum of, of that post because now um, over 2 million people are interested in storming Area 51. Uh, the post obviously so explosive that even the feds felt it necessary. Did you say 2 million? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, up to 2 million? Yeah. yeah. Feds uh, felt it necessary to step in. Um, but when hotels near the heavily guarded military installment began booking up, Matty Roberts said, I, sh- I should capitalize on this. So mm. now he's promoting Alien Stock Festival. <laughs> A celebration of all things extraterrestrial scheduled to go down on the same weekend of the original Storm Area 51 event, which Bean knows. He's got it on his calendar, September sure. 19th through the 22nd. Wait, so well, they are or not storming? Well, they're going to have a carnival instead. With, <laughs> That's um, not the same. With a world full of live music, arts, camping under the stars. Here's the thing. Uh, the lineup, vendors, amenities have yet to be announced. Mm. Um, Because he's just some dude that made up a post on Facebook. Is this the Woodstock guy? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, Pretty much. But um, this is a town of just 98 people. Hmm. (laughs) No gas station, no grocery store, and really spotty internet service. So they're well prepared. Very prepared. Very prepared. I would like to suggest, and I think we have the poll to make it happen, Mm -hmm. that Alien Ant Farm has to perform. I like it. They'd have to. Have to, right? Yeah. Although I feel like they'd be the only thing there. (laughs) Pennywise can come out and do their song, Alien. Okay. We got that. See, we're building a lineup already. Aliens I mean, I mean, and airwaves? It would, yeah, it would seem weird that you don't invite Tom along. Okay, aliens, aliens and airwaves could be there. Angels and it's airwaves. Angels. Oh, see, yeah. I no, call but, it aliens because yeah. it's Tom. Mm-hmm. For one day only, they can be aliens and airwaves? Yeah. <laughs> I really thought it was aliens. No, you <laughs> didn't. You were just kidding. <laughs> right? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, did you get, get bit the, by a cat? <laughs> why would I ever have a cat near okay, me? Good point. We can get the uh, the 70s rock band UFO back together, have a reunion. That'll be hot. This lineup's going to be lit, you guys. <laughs> We're going to have to have an orgy. I think we found uh, the You host. can throw in whatever, yeah, right? There you go. Uh, Bean, you seem like a guy that would go to uh, Paris's famed Louvre. 
I'm sure I've been many times. Um, are you aware that now they're allowing visitors less than a minute to view the famed Mona Lisa? Yes, and how far back do you have to stand now? Isn't it like 25 feet or something? Uh, yeah, and there are all kinds of lines. People are waiting in hours just to see it. The thing is, is the portrait was recently moved due to renovations, so the relocation is causing serious bottlenecks. Um, the painting draws how many, how many visitors do you think per day? Well, Paris is the most visited city in the world, and I would imagine a lot of people want to see the Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. A day, I'm going to say 30,000. You are correct, sir. Wow. What? what? The painting draws about 30,000 people you per me? day. I can't believe I got it right after reading that story. I did not read that story, but I'm stunned that it's that many. I yeah. thought I was high. That is 80% of the visitors to the museum itself. So they are lining up. And then an attendee draws a rope to hold back the crowd. You get less than a minute, and then they yell at you to move along. Let's storm Sounds the Mona Lisa. Who's with me? the Mona Lisa. They can't stop us all. 30,000 per day? No. <laughs> Bean, when you've seen it, do you, I mean, is it like worth this kind of wait? Is, I mean. Do you need here, time with the Mona Lisa? Here, here, my whole thing. It's, that bitch should smile more. I know right? that. It's so iconic that you want to see it in person. And it doesn't disappoint. It's great. But there are mm. 300 paintings in the Louvre or more mm -hmm. that are better than the Mona Lisa. It is crazy that just because that one is so famous, it has tens of thousands of people who will just speed by, I think, far superior artwork just to get to this one because it's famous. But you don't, like, feel its presence as you walk up? It's not no. like, okay. No. no. Oh, no. like the Haunted Mansion with the eyes <laughs> Moves the eyes you? like Scooby-Doo? <laughs> I'm into that. No, yeah. I mean, look, it's a great, it's a great painting, but it's, mm. it's, but it's become so iconic that you can't just look at it like another piece of work. You know, anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, you better do it in less than a minute. Yeah, no kidding. I uh, uh, went mm -hmm. and saw it, mm -hmm. yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, yep, there it is. That's pretty good. <laughs> there it is. Move right along. I didn't even need a minute. He took eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there. I it mean, is. you know, it's it's a famous painting, but Bean's right. There's a lot of yeah. other stuff that's way better. Because anytime I see someone take like a selfie with it on Facebook, there's just like 300 people behind them. Like <laughs> it looks so yeah. bad. <laughs> you can barely see the painting. Way yeah. yeah, it's a tiny painting too. Yeah. I'm going to say not worth it. Okay. No, you have to wait, I'm if you have to wait in line, B. Yeah, not worth it. I'm saying yeah. not worth it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's talk some birthdays. You've got Deborah Messing, Joe Jonas, Anthony Anderson, Jennifer Lawrence, and Ben Affleck. But I just want to know why. Just tell me that, will you please? Just tell me why. Well, you were born on this day, and that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. All right, guys. Um, I'll just put it out there. Your thoughts on couples that dress identically? No. Hate it? Not, 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 no. <laughs> it just drives me crazy. From this day forward, we're going to stop that right now. <laughs> Allie, your thoughts? No. Murder. Murder. I will tell you this. Uh, my dad saw somebody come into a restaurant dressed exactly like his wife. Mm -hmm. And he looked at my mom and I in the most earnest way and said, help me. Put a bullet in my effing head if I ever do that. And we were like, no problem, Dad. I think that's how most people feel. Yeah. I would assume. 
Well, then who are these people at Disneyland every single time Cucks? you go who are dressed alike? Cucks? Again, I don't think that's the definition. Cucks? I don't think you know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that I've heard that everyone is on the same page, I'm going to blow your mind and change your mind because you are about to be introduced to Francis and Rosemary Klonst, who are the the nicest people in the world. And yes, they look like twins. Promise me we'll still be sweethearts. After graduation day, every note and every outfit harmonized. Well, my mother bought us matching T-shirts when we were in high school. I picked them out. (laughs) And so we've matched ever since. Okay, so it started (laughs) when they were in high school. Are they also a barbershop quartet? (laughs) Wow. Uh, You'll learn a little bit more about the clothes themselves here in a minute. But, yeah, so matching T-shirts in high school with your boyfriend-girlfriend, uncool. I mean, I can't imagine a way to get bullied easier. (laughs) Super uncool. Unreal. And at that time, I guess they they got married at 19, so let's guess they were, what, like 17 probably at the time, walking around dressing alike, and they've been doing it ever since, you guys. Francis and Rosemary Klontz met in junior high in Auburn, Washington. And I thought she was the cutest little thing when she came into our town. By the time we were seniors, we started going together. At 19 years old, they were married. By the way, let's bring going together back. (laughs) (laughs) We were going together. Right. Now, both 87 years young, Francis knows the term happy wife, happy life all too well. Remember yesterday when I saw that this story existed and I said, I haven't seen it yet, (laughs) but but I'll guarantee a year's salary if they don't say happy life, happy wife at some point. Because, and this is a sweeping generalization, I'm aware of it, no guy likes this. No. No guy. I can't imagine. Has to be her idea, and he has to be going along with it, and he has to be dead behind the eyes. Exactly. He wants sex. He, at 87. He sounds so happy, Yes, though, he does, Dean. Mm-hmm. Allie, aren't I starting to melt your cold, dead, black heart just hearing the, the Klontz's talk? No, I am terrified of this couple. Really? Yeah. You're not starting to get into it a nah, little bit? they're terrifying me. All right, let's hear some more. Letting his bride of more than a half a century pick his outfits every day. She just lays it out for me, and I don't have to worry about a thing. By the way, um, they show their closets, and they have hundreds of outfits. And it, this isn't just like... You a, would have to. It's been 87 years. This isn't like just jeans and a t-shirt. I mean, they are wearing, like, shirts with patterns on them and little vests and, like, yeah, there's pants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just think, like, one day he rolled over to his field and was like... Honey, seriously, I'm fine with everything else, but the vest? Give me a day without a vest. Every one of my friends makes fun of me every single day of my life. Except that one friend, George Pinocchio. (laughs) They have, I get it. They they have pictures all over their house, by the way, from throughout their entire marriage. And Mm. all of them, they're they're wearing, he even wore a white suit to the wedding to match her dress. They've been dressing alike since they were in junior high, you guys. Oh, Let's hear more about the Klontzes before their murder-suicide pact. <laughs> and while it's obvious they are in tune with each other vocally, when asked about the secret to a happy marriage, this duet is very much in sync. Jesus first, others second, yourself last. That's a way to spell joy. Jesus and others and you, what a wonderful way to spell joy. I mean, come on. How do you, how do you hate Rosemary? <laughs> 
Look, She's a sweet these, lady. Uh, Bean, these are the people where, at the end of the day, on the news story, you hear we never would have expected it, <laughs> and they have dozens of bodies buried under their house. This is the exact replica. This is it. This is the prototype. But they have Jesus. Mm. And others. And these you. singing chaplains perform at their local church, hospitals, and even just around the house. A oh. pitch-perfect mm. match made in heaven. Oh. Soon they say romances break up. Listen, oh, listen to them. These guys have uh, for 67 years, 68 years, they're still singing together. together. This is beautiful. Is it? There is a surprise coming up at the end of the cast. <laughs> wow, and they're good. They are good. Match made in heaven. I can hear them sing all day. So Francis and Rosemary have inspired their family to coordinate their own out- outfits. Nope. They're- <laughs> no. Oh, no. 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 My God. Generations no, are going to inspire. No. So <laughs> Negative. Their kids, who have got to be 65, are, are, are also dressing alike? What? But wait, but wait, there's more. Granddaughter, in fact, even started a clothing company for matching coupled called uh, Basies. So. Yeah. Uh, the anchor uh, faded out at the end. Yeah, yeah because he, he matching, lost his soul. A matching clothing company the granddaughter started so that we can all dress like our partners, you guys. Come on, who's with me? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jensen. Yes. Uh, all the years that Mike Tyson has been in the public eye, mm-hmm. we're still learning new things about him. He's evolving as a human being, it would appear. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows, but Mike Tyson is real into weed now. Uh, so much so that he has pretty much changed his entire life in order to focus on it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, he has a podcast that went viral this last week for a good reason called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. You get it? Mm-hmm. You get it? Yep. You guys get it? Okay. Because he's a boxer. Yeah, it's uh-huh. him and an ex-football player named Eben Britton. Uh, or Brighton. It's Britton. Eben Britton. And uh, these guys sit around in a uh, small room. And they podcast, and you see it either audio, uh, you know, you see it either on YouTube or you can listen to just the audio. When you watch it on YouTube, it literally starts as a clear room, and about twenty minutes in, it, you barely see them. It's, <laughs> it's so fogged up. Uh, but friend of the show, Jimmy Kimmel, did do it two or three weeks ago. Is that right? Yeah. And so it's uh, they have really good guests that come by, and uh, this last week they had rapper Jim Jones in. Okay. Okay. And uh, it is a wildly, wildly entertaining podcast. Uh, I, I kind of went into this thinking this one or his in, in general. general it these is. are okay. pretty funny. Uh, Mike Tyson is in a weird, weird portion of his life. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know how into weed he is, let's start with a clip where he explains uh, the upcoming weed theme park he's creating. Yeah. So I seen today. They said you building a, a, a weed resort or something. Yeah, brother. Absolutely. I got 420 acres. There go right There's 420 the acres, man. And we're going to make this Desert like, Hot Springs, Palm Springs. O- 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 oasis in the <laughs> desert, man. It's right there in the 10 highway. Where on one side, we're going to have where we have, um, you know what I mean, the golfing <laughs> there. We're going to have... Um, so you, you can smoke wave pool. Blunts while you while you golf? Absolutely. Chilling at the cat- pool, brother. Cannabis friendly, my friend. Uh, yeah, he has dedicated... I want him to build that so badly. <laughs> oh, it's supposedly... I mean, they pulled out the blueprints as he was saying it. Now, that's the singles part of you guys. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, th- he says that they are going to have, like, a Coachella kind of thing there with a music festival, and he really goes into full detail. I'm, I'm watching this uh, the, the episode you're discussing with yeah. Robert Jim Jones. I've never seen Mike Tyson with a beard before. He looks like David Allen Greer now. He does, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of gray. And also, can you notice how much he smiles now? Oh, yeah. He's having the time of his life. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Uh, and so much so that this podcast, because he's so loosened up and stoned, 
Uh, he drops gems like this when asked what the most money he's ever spent on jewelry is. What was the most expensive piece of jewelry you ever bought, Mike? Um, yeah, I bought a gold chain for like $7 million. What? Wow, bro. Wait, what, a gold chain? No, a diamond chain, I'm sorry. Diamond, diamond chain. chain. A dime, a chain yeah, for seven diamond. M's? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That, that wasn't a smart purchase. He talk, I mean, he ta- admits later how much a dumb purchases he's made. Wow. But you want to know the real follow-up on that is that he gave that away. <gasps> and that's his whole thing. Like, he talks about buying cars and planes and houses, and he just is like... And I'm, tigers. Yeah, and he's like, I'm trying to feed my inside soul. Like, I'm trying to feed what I feel like I'm missing, and I just could never do it. And so I would just get rid of it, because why do I need it? It's not helping me. I need to be his friend. Yeah. I mean, I need a chain worth seven M's. Stone tiger. Stone Mike Tyson is completely different. Uh, (laughs) So much so, as the show, it's an hour long, and I mean, they get stoned. Like they are out (laughs) of their minds. They must be smoking incredible weed because here he goes into a rant uh, about how the internet has told him that it rains diamonds on other planets. With rain diamonds and certain planets like Jupiter. What? It rains diamonds. Show him. Show him. You believe that they tell you, right? If that tell you it's true, you believe it, right? If that machine, that machine, that these these geeks made tell you it's true, you'll believe it. I don't know if it's true, but this geek mother told me it was true. And it's on information. It, rain, it rains no, diamonds. No, I don't know if this is true. I don't want to believe it. That's why they send these planets. No one will send those 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 little up to Mars and, and they land and they dig into diamonds. Mars. Yeah, all this diamond three. Okay, all right, okay. So, I'm telling you, the first 20 minutes is pretty legible. Like, the first 20 minutes, you're like, oh, that's a cool podcast. And then by about 30 minutes, it's just like, ah. Now, listen to this laugh I caught from Mike Tyson while he was stoned. (laughs) Isn't that creepy? (laughs) (laughs) What? That's a real thing. (laughs) Isn't that creepy? I mean, it is so crazy. That I mean, and, and the whole podcast, again, it's like just hanging out with the most stoned people you know. Uh, and the reason that this has went viral is because um, there's a small part of the podcast, honestly, it's worth listening to, a very small, I don't know, 15-second clip about how much weed he is smoking uh, with his friends at the resort. That's this Sat down and It made perfect sense for all the weed that I smoke and for the years, the different type of all weed that All the money he paid for this Oh, definitely that too. We invested a lot. Yeah, yo, we got what? What is that? A lot thing? of research. What do we smoke a month? Is it, what is it? Forty thousand a know. month. We smoke forty like, at forty thousand a we month. We smoke ten tons of weed at the yeah. ranch a, a month. I mean, mm. I'm sorry. That doesn't seem humanly possible. How many people at the ranch? Not that many. 800,000? <laughs> they talk about, you know, who works there and stuff. It just seems, I mean, I would assume it's under, eight, I would assume it's eight to ten people based on how they talk about it on the podcast. That's a lot of weed. That is yeah. insane. Ten tons. That's more than a ton each in a month. <laughs> like, well, and, and in the podcast, you could see if that's how they're smoking weed. I mean, there is never a second where they're not smoking weed. So, like, yeah. even when they finish something, they start again immediately. So, maybe... Maybe they're living a life where it's just in their mouth, like almost no sleep. Wow. Smoking weed all Snoop-like. the time. Snoop-like. Snoop-like, yeah. Yeah. But I don't even think Snoop is in a situation where he's spending 40 grand. I don't think I assume did. Snoop's in a world where he just handed weed out in the streets. Yeah. So, like the, the Doug Benson life where you yeah. never have to buy it, right? Never have to buy it. But yeah, if you've learned anything from me today, it's that Mike Tyson's podcast is pretty good. Uh, but, you know, maybe, maybe spend less on weed. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that yeah. creepy? It's Kevin and Bean on... K-Rock.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Jensen is here with Get Up On This. Get Up Get On 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 Up On This. You guys... I tell you often that there's too much TV, but I also want to throw out the idea that there are too many movies. Just Uh, too many. That's true. Too many. You can't see see everything you want to see. And you see most of them. Yeah, I try. Uh, And yet, I feel like I'm here to point out certain ones that you should know about that are coming out. Okay. Ones you may have missed in the past. But this week, I'm so excited to have a guest with me. Uh, It is direct... Is this the guy who made The Lion King? This is not (laughs) the guy who made The Lion King. But even better, uh, we have Ben Berman, who directed Hulu's new documentary that I'm obsessed with called The Amazing Jonathan Documentary. Oh, yeah, you've been talking about this. I love this movie. Just to give you a quick thing, then we'll let Ben talk about his movie. Uh, The Amazing Jonathan is a magician comedian from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s that some of you may know. He had this rebellious sort of like break all the rules act. It was kind of unlike anything you had ever seen before. Wild, out of control, coked up, sort of he like uh, sawed his own arm off. That was like one of his bits. That was one of his bits. Yes. One of it. He would take out his eyeball and like chew on it. (laughs) Bean, do you remember these bits? Uh, A little bit, but wait, refresh my memory. How many times did he do the saw his own arm off bit? (laughs) It seems like... Seems like just twice yeah. is all you can do. Uh, I think that was part of the act. And you why do everyone... have to save that for yeah. the special occasions. <laughs> Thought it was so cool. I remember seeing him on Letterman and Comic Strip Live, and and being like, this guy is very odd. Uh, and strange, and and sort of part of that, like in my mind, like Piscopo esque years, where like you liked comedians, but you didn't know why. And as a kid, <laughs> and our generation more than any watched Amazing Jonathan and was like, I like him because he spoke to kids in this weird way. Uh, and then in 2014, uh, everything came to a screeching halt when he sort of announced that he had a terminal heart condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's and then right. he only had a year to live. Okay, so no arms by that point. <laughs> yeah, he's, I, I <laughs> mean, I guess living that kind of speed life. Uh, and so he retired disappeared off stage. We are now three years later, and that is where Ben's uh, documentary comes into play. Awesome. So, Ben, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Uh, explain <laughs> to people what the movie is about without spoiling too much, please. That's so hard to do. <laughs> I know. It's very difficult. Um, well, yeah. It basically, uh, I, I set out to make a documentary about uh, about The Amazing Jonathan uh, due to all those things that you just mentioned, and then um, without, I won't spoil anything more than what the trailer already yes. spoils, but, okay. uh, you know, six months into it, Jonathan... Uh, told me that he was, and this is literally two days before his comeback uh, tour, um, he told me that he's allowing another documentary crew to come into his life to film another documentary on him. So that's when I was faced with an obstacle. (laughs) Do I uh, give up and not compete with uh, who was um, told to me, as uh, explained that they were Academy Award winning filmmakers, or... um, should I should I include this part of the narrative? So that's indeed interesting. What I did. So it's 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 a it becomes Scrappy a pretty meta comes through. That's what I'm talking about. Was that Bean? Yeah, that was me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Bean. I'd only like to talk to you. I don't want to address Jensen or anyone else. I just feel a connection to Be- Bean and Ben work nice together. Right? So, and now, amazing Jonathan lives in a he lives in a mansion. He still seems to have a bunch of money. Uh, what happened to a year left? That just <laughs> yeah, we had him exactly. in. We had him in, and he was not looking great. 
He looked gray and weird and mm-hmm. funky. Well, the, the, but, the man, the man lives. Should be the name of the movie. <laughs> weird, gray, gray, and weird, and funky. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan lives. Yeah, we are. We are. You know, he he definitely passed uh, his one year prognosis diagnosis. That's fantastic. Um, and and now it's going on like year five. Uh, he passed his expiration date. Well, it would be. I guess you see it in the trailer, and I guess it would be uh, wrong to not at least explain that a lot of people that are close to him as well as in the industry believe that this might not be real. Well, I think uh, certainly certainly in the past and in some of the uh, the the Jonathan doc um, yeah has to kind of dig at um, the question of well I'll put it this way Jonathan is an illusionist he's a he's made millions of dollars in Vegas and touring around deceiving people. He's mm-hmm. an honest liar, right? Magicians. Right. So maybe would it be possible for him to maybe uh, have been deceiving us about his his illness. But those closest to him? There, there are people some. close to him, yeah. That's some. crazy. Uh, also in the movie, you see that he has uh, continued to have a bit of a drug issue uh, with speed, which he says he uses like vitamins. Yeah, that's one of his good lines. Wow. It's yeah. one of his good lines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, ben, you you, when, you went into this project uh, with the amazing Jonathan's permission, right? He let you in to yeah. do a documentary about Ab- him, right? Abs- absolutely, yeah. I approached him and, and asked, hey, would you want to, uh, you know, uh, collaborate on a documentary? Can I film a documentary on you? And drove out to Vegas, met him one day, and literally that day we started filming. And Why and- do you suppose he said yes if he was trying to run some big scam? You'd think he would want less scrutiny on I, his I life. Don't, I don't think there there there's, you know, no huge scam uh, at all. But I do feel like... Um, You'll see in the movie, you know, he's he's kind of predisposed to, uh, you know, do press. People like press. People like, um, you know, their story told. So, and he was a, he was getting ready for a comeback. Uh, he was going to do a tour around the well, time. As but well. but at the time that I actually started filming him, that wasn't uh, in the plan. That, that wasn't that wasn't decided yet. That, yeah. that when he happened. said yes to the newer director <laughs> after <laughs> you were already doing it, right? The new, you're right. Did he think it was you? Like, was no. he confused? <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying. He put them in competition. Oh, wow. I mean, he on started, purpose. Yes. I mean, no, I don't know on purpose, but definitely there became a competition between him and maybe even other people. Uh, <laughs> what? Like, yeah, it's it's a very, very insane... If you like movies like Catfish or Exit Through the Gift Shop or Tickled, which are, you know, you Tickled's go. one of my favorite movies ever, you will love this movie. Perfect. Like, it's right Sounds in, perfect. Right in line with that. Thanks, Bean. Uh, he's, only talk- <laughs> he's still only talking really to these. Uh, in the movie, you'll see... Uh, maybe, maybe the rest of you guys are all dead, right? And I, I'm the only one who's still alive that he could hear. Um, Bean, question, question for Bean. Yes. Uh, so far, um, this interview, red tomato or green tomato? Splat. Green tomato. Oh, no, no. Green's bad. That's no. a splat. Isn't green good? No. Red, oh, you, you want to... Oh, you're asking for rotten tomatoes. Yes, sir. Asking, oh, I thought you were just asking what I'd prefer for lunch. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Bean, no, my is, man. This is three thumbs up, man. I am, I'm sold on this already. Thanks, I, I can't wait. It, sound, it sounds fantastic. And maybe one of the reasons you guys are connected so so closely is guess who uh, appears in the movie, Bean? Ooh. Your boyfriend. Weird Al? Weird Al. <laughs> oh. What's the history with Bean and Weird? He's the greatest human ever. He actually, he really totally is. Bean, <laughs> Bean has stuck with that for ever since I've known him. Weird Al, and he's not exaggerating, is the best human ever. Yeah. I, I would not disagree with that. <laughs> uh, he's, well, the, he's the only pure thing on this planet. <laughs> I, I went to go see him at the Greek a couple nights ago, and it was a beautiful experience. Bean, I'm going Bean, to see him on Saturday. He goes Saturday, they're going to meet Perfect. up and talk to each other. Oh, yeah. Have a little moment. Oh, Dinner. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, other people you see in the movie, Chris Angel, Eric Andre, Carrot Top, uh, and Ben's family. 
<laughs> you see, uh, best way. And my, this, this my dad. is and, dad. And John Mugar, my, my good friend. That's right. And so I guess what I, I it, it comes out uh, this weekend. You can see it in theaters. Lit- literally tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, great. You can see it in theaters um, in, uh, in L.A. and New York. And uh, it's on Hulu, of course. Yeah, and you can watch it on Hulu. Uh, and guys, I recommend it tremendously. It also plays into this thing where, like, if someone's dying... Uh, let's make a documentary about them. Like, you know, like that kind of... Exploitation. Exploitation, manipulation, like all those things. It is a very... uh, You'll never know where the movie's going. You won't be able to guess. I love it. And that's the kind of thing I like. So that is my (gasps) get up on. He was dead the whole time. Wow. Why would you spoil it like that? Why would you do that? with you? You guys, get up on the movie, The Amazing Jonathan Documentary. That's it. What's it called? The Amazing Jonathan Documentary. Oh, that's the name of it. That's it. Get up, get on up, This is all I care about. Yeah, you've been looking forward to this all morning long. Mm. All right, brief uh, setup for folks who haven't been with us much this week. A couple of days ago, right at the start of the show, I uh, work with my doors open to the great outdoors, and a stray cat walked into my studio, and five seconds before we went on the air, jumped up on the control board in front of me. Mm-hmm. So being, you know, gently set it back outside and close the doors. Yeah, because that uh, would be the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't do that. Didn't um, do that, sorry. Pick, picked him up, put him on the carpet, and he hung out all morning long during the show. Mm. Jumped up numerous times during the program. And hung out all day and was still here the next morning when I went on, mm-hmm. which would have been yesterday morning. Okay? So now all of a sudden I have a cat, <laughs> which I wasn't planning on, but I have a cat. All right. But there's okay. That's and we kept saying there yeah. are ways to not have a cat. It's worth mm-hmm. it's, it is worth noting that we said this seems slightly problematic. Yeah. Like, is this someone else's cat? If it's not, is it a stray? Is there an issue of having him? Can you just domesticate him? Then I saw a picture of Bean petting the cat. Yes. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and, and we fed the cat, and we named the and cat. What I mean, did you look, feed the cat? I mean, we grilled up a nice piece of fish. Look, none and, of then, that and then, then what did you name him? We named him Cat Corbett. All right, right, none of that is important. So, okay, so I, all by the way, sudden, all of that's important. Yes. So all of a sudden, I have a cat. At the end of the show yesterday, mm-hmm. and people listening now will have missed this. Uh, and God bless the podcast listener. But at the end of the show yesterday, Allie is going on about her nonsense, whatever. And <laughs> something happens that I never in a million years would have expected to happen. It was sh- shocking to me. And apparently <laughs> you guys thought it was hilarious. Yeah. yeah and we're going to take some calls if you were bitten by a cat. Yeah. You got bitten by a cat and fill in the blank at 1-800-520-1067. Now, the next one is it four minutes. The next four minutes is going to be from yesterday's what's happening at the very end of the show when Bean's cat... His cat. His cat uh, takes a turn. My cat just bit me on the foot. <laughs> ah, that really hurt. Um, you, don't know the me- also, the you don't know the medical history of that cat? Small I- note, he did say my cat. <laughs> Which yes. just wandered into his house yesterday and he says it's not his cat. How but bad? Now- like a real bite? Uh, it's bleeding. <laughs> You oh, don't know take a pick, take a pick. You Hurry. don't know the medical history of this cat, dude. You got to go to the doctor. Take you a picture. Have you have rabies. Chlamydia. You have rabies. Rabies. You have rabies, Lydia. You have rabies, Lydia. <laughs> you got Lydia rabies. All right, you guys keep talking. I'll take a picture. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? The? It looks like. Are, did you, is this cat a vampire? That's I, more than one bite. He took a few bites. Yeah. It looks like a three a, teeth. A cat shark. And now, and now, by a lot the way, of teeth. They have, and, sharks have a lot of teeth. And by the way, he's now tasted blood. It's not, he, <laughs> right? right? He's gonna eat forever. Oh my god, zombie cat! Yeah, 
I don't know, guys. This is an unexpected turn. Now he's hiding. How yes. do you know what to expect from a cat that just you met yesterday? All right. We were going to take the cat to the vet to have the chip checked. Yeah. Now we're just putting her down. Oh, wow. <laughs> a real turn. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would you never. You would never. I got to be honest. You're an idiot. That's yeah. a, no, that's... Honestly, because you don't know this cat. Yeah. You have no well, idea. It wasn't my intention to get bit, Kevin. It's not like I said, hey, random rabbit animal, come in and t- have me. No, I didn't but do any of that. A stranger <laughs> animal came into your house yesterday, mm-hmm. and you fed it and petted mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea what that cat has or has been through. All you have to do is close a door. <sighs> None guys, of this had to happen. Guys... It, listen, it's been nice knowing you. I don't want to victim blame, but you brought right. this on yourself. Can I show you an updated, can I show you an updated blood yes, picture? Which, well, because Dave, it's now bleeding quite a bit. Dave, please put them together because this is insane. Oh, my. It's dripping blood down your foot, Bean. That was unexpected. I've been in radio a long time. That's the first time I've ever been bit by a wild animal while doing the show. Literally a wild animal. <laughs> Are you going to turn into a cat? I don't know what happened. Oh, right? man. That's where we're at. Couldn't right now. be happier. I got to be yeah. honest. I got Listen, <laughs> we've been doing nothing but telling him this is a terrible idea. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. We could never have written a better ending no. than him being bit live on air. A better ending for Bean's life, you mean, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> he died doing what he loved, taking care of a <laughs> wild animal. That's true. And on the radio. And on the radio. <laughs> Two things he loves. <laughs> I'm start, starting to get kind of dizzy. Guys. Are you weak? <laughs> Starting to get weak. The blood pictures are now at Kevin and Bean on social media. I think the uh, the poison has gotten into my system now. <laughs> you're, you're, you're basically a, a lazy Mike Posner. Like, <laughs> like, he was walking across the He was walking. Yeah, yeah. You're Just, so dumb. From the second that cat came in your room, we, we knew, said, we knew. put it outside. This is a terrible idea. You're like, well, I don't know where it belongs. Hey, Bean, this listener says that Kevin and Bean on Twitter, go to the doctor. A friend of mine's cat bit his finger, barely broke the skin, two weeks in the hospital, and almost oh. lost his finger. Uh, it's a wild cat. From at pun1389, you need to go to the hospital as soon as possible. Being cat bites are the worst. You could lose your foot. Okay. I think these people this are just... This is awesome. This is not awesome if this is true. For at least. Anybody hear about the new flavors of candy corn? <laughs> <laughs> That's another story I could do. Hey, Eve. Good morning. What do you have to add I'm- for Bean? Okay, well, I've had the exact same experience, and two times, actually. First time, I didn't do much about it. You know, I washed it. That was it. Got infected. Hospital. Bad news, all right? Second okay. time, I, I learned, and I washed it right away. I put lavender essential oil on it. I swear to God, it did not get infected, and I did not have to go on antibiotics or the hospital. So if you've got some lavender essential <laughs> Do you oil have some lavender? right now, no, I don't have Do lavender. Don't be a new yellow. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Your wife, she doesn't have it. Come on. I don't think, I don't think lavender is the is the medical adv- medically advised way to treat a wild animal bite. I really don't. I think there's got to be something better. Well, how, I how, think, by the way, how quickly he turned on this cat. Right? right? My cat. My now cat. it's a wild oh, animal. It. Now mm. it's a wild Yeah, this, you're right. This monster. All right, that's the end of the tape. That was yesterday's show. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that our listeners were quick to tell me every bad thing that has ever happened. Happen to anyone which is been... also what we want to do now. Mm-hmm. So we are As taking well. your calls at one 800 Dave sent this story out to me from last month. Animal lover, 61, bitten by stray cat in garden, 
dies from sepsis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Isn't sepsis when all of your body just shuts down and says, yeah, we're done, we're finished. Sure yes. <laughs> so you're telling me that a guy who got bitten less than 24 hours ago, what you want to do is terrify me with stories of cat bites gone awry. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, can what we I, get an update, though? Yeah, I mean, is the cat still there? What's the update? I'll give you the update after we talk to some callers. How about that? Oh, man. Uh, 1-800-520-1067. Uh, you're next on K-Rock. <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. We're going to take one phone call. Your cat bit you and it was a disaster. Let's go to Alyssa in Fresno. Good morning. Hi, Kevin and Bean. Long time listener. First time caller. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. By the way, and you know, we don't say Fresno on this show. We say Fres yes. So we're very excited to hear from you. Oh, yes. Fres yes. All right. So you you got bit by a cat. It was not fun? Oh, yes. Not fun at all. So I had a stray cat that was roaming around the house. It was pregnant. It was giving birth, and the baby was breech. So I was holding the cat while my mom was pulling the breech baby out, and the cat just locked onto my arm, my forearm, and got my artery. Oh, my God. Are you dead? Yeah. Great question. No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, was blood was everywhere? Out, but I'm not dead. Was blood <laughs> everywhere, though? Oh, yeah. Blood squirting out. Oh, All right. Oh, my God. Someone give me a towel. How did that work out for you? What happened? Well, I didn't have insurance at the time, so I was freaking out. Didn't want to go to the hospital, but I ended up going to the doctor the next day and getting on antibiotics, and it didn't get infected. Everything was great, but I have a great story a great bruise, and a vampire bite scar. Good times. Okay. <laughs> All right, yep. Alyssa is a gusher calling us from Fresno. Oh Never oh, yeah. say that again. Alyssa <laughs> no said, oh, yeah. Exactly. Please, no. K-R-O-Q. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. They're a little drunk. Bear with them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Your mic, we, your mic. We're getting photos tweeted to us. Your All mic I'm... was on, Allie, when you went, oh. All I know is Bean just retweeted something, and the words... Sup up the pus. No, <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. This is uh, KBC on Twitter. I got bit by my cat about ten days ago. It took three visits to urgent care, three visits to an orthopedist, and heavy doses of Cipro to get the infection under control. Here is the pic showing it's healing, and a photo with gauze shoved under my skin. To what, Allie? Stop up the bus. Stop up the bus. Stop saying that. Why the My dad was petting his cat, Lacey, and she scratched him, giving him cat scratch fever. No. There was a real fear that he would lose his leg to infection, R.I.P. Bean. Yeah. Uh, Nadine, ER nurse, couldn't stay on hold. Patient came in with cat bite. They had to admit her because even after they cleaned the wound, the infection had spread. Bean, you have to go to the doctor. We'll uh, take some calls more now at 1-800-520-1067. That'll tell you what happened yesterday after the show and after I got bit by the cat. All right, Stephen in Long Beach. Good morning. Good morning. You got bit by a cat because cats suck. Cats are awesome, (laughs) but unfortunately, sometimes they bite. Well, I I got bit by my cat. Uh, We moved into our house about three and a half years ago, and he kind of adopted us. Neighborhood cat, kind of wild, kind of crazy. How about that? Sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. Sounds like someone we know. This is what I'm learning, by the way, is you don't choose cats. Cats choose you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you had no choice in the matter, Bean. That's crazy. You didn't bite him. He bit you, I guess. All right, so what happened, Steven? (laughs) So, uh, listen, just this past March, we were playing a little rough. 
and uh, he decided to bite down a little harder than normal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I didn't think too much of it. There, there was a little bit of blood, but not too bad. Uh, a week later, I was in the hospital for four days with a bacterial oh. infection, and they said if I had waited much longer, I was going to lose my leg. Oh, and, um, my God. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this was from a wound that didn't even look like there was a wound. You know what I mean? It was it, 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 a little bit of blood, but nothing that you would think you would lose your leg from. Wow. Um, and they said it's because he's an indoor-outdoor cat. Cats have all kinds of bacteria, um, hmm. you know, and it was an absolute nightmare. I feel bad that so, none of us warned Bean about this. You. Yeah. you know, like I, we could have said the, something. I could have used a heads up. Um, do you know the answer to this, uh, Stephen, since you went through this ordeal? Why is it that it seems like I'm hearing that cat bacteria is so much more often dangerous than dog bacteria? I, I do not know. Um, you know, when I told the doctors what I thought happened and they said, yeah, it was it was your cat, you know, they they just said that um, cats carry a lot of bacteria. Uh, you know, cats will actually eat their own crap. Right. Cats are the they'll worst. Stick there, they'll bury it. They'll stick their face in it. They'll make sure it's there. All right. They go. Yeah. I mean, right. you know, we get it. If you ever watch morning. Cats, we get it. Good okay. morning. We get it. All, All right, right Stephen. Glad you're okay, sir. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Janine Buena Park up next. Line four here on K Rock. Morning, Janine. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're good. Th- one of us is good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I don't remember how old Dean is, but go to the doctor. My dad got a cat wound on his uh, leg that got infected, and he ended up with encephalitis meningitis <laughs> oh my God. in the hospital for weeks, and it reoccurred. He got it like a year or two later. Oh, and so he wasn't even out of the woods. Cat. He wasn't out of the woods. Beans isn't out of the woods no matter what, is what you're saying. <laughs> he spent a, a couple of weeks in the hospital. It swelled up. I was, in the, I was at the doctor's office getting antibiotics immediately. Oh, oh my, my God. God. All right. I, I, I got to ask this uh, question. Thank you very much, Janine, for the call. We appreciate it. I got to ask this question. You know I love cats, and you do too, Jensen. Yes. Based on what we have heard in the last few minutes, why are cats allowed on the earth? <laughs> why why do we allow these monsters to roam among us? Finally, you're on Kevin and my side. They're basically wild panthers that are just very <laughs> little and they just roam and stalk. I mean they're not they're not ideal. All right. Um shall we do uh, one more and then I'll tell you what happened with the cat yesterday? Yes. Sure. All right. How do you feel about uh, Shawnee uh, line 7? Corona. All right. Good morning, Shawnee. Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? Well, I was doing better before this segment of phone calls. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you got bit by a cat. What happened? I got bit by my own cat. She's 23 years old. I've Ooh. had this cat since I was 13. Wow. wow. Cats are dicks. Yes. Dude, I don't know what is up with this cat. We call her dinosaur cat. She is gnarly. What though. happened? To, quite a beast. What happened to you after you got bit? Uh, well, I had a little doctor, and then I was on rabies watch, uh, <laughs> from, from the bite. Rabies so watch. It was, it, yeah, they were like, okay, now you have to watch out for rabies, because she was, uh, taken by a coyote, and I, I tracked it down and chased that little EIT down and, uh, saved my cat. But, uh, yeah, I was on rabies watch, and like, injected all this, it felt oh terrible. God. And uh, who, who yeah, it was knew, pretty gnarly. Who knew the cat was more dangerous than the coyote? 
Also, did, Shani, did they clear you of rabies? Because I think you might still have rabies. Uh, honestly, honestly, <laughs> I didn't really know about it, so maybe. Okay. Fantastic. That's excellent. You do good work. You keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. All right. Let's do it. So after we cleaned up the wound, uh, we decided we should take the cat up to the vet mm-hmm. and check for a chip. And uh, Donna was just weeping, by the way. She was so sad. I mean, she that you really, weren't dead. No, that oh. that this cat was there was going to be a chip, and that we were going to have to return this cat because she was all in. So she the fun. bite, so the bite didn't change your feelings on this cat at all. This is insane. No, the bite didn't change my feelings. Look, cats are going to be cats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're going to bite you sometimes. I mean, God bless Donna's sweet little heart. But I'm yeah, just, I, agreed. I just she can't just, believe you guys didn't change any of your feelings. She just fell in love with the cat. So we went up to the vet and the little we went to the little cat room and the vet tech came out with the little the little scanner and click boom chipped oh uh made a phone call got in touch with the person whose cat it was was so happy that their cat had been found he lives about six houses away cat's been missing for three days and he was freaking out this is a cat that he rescued as a feral cat a year ago, mm-hmm. and bites all the time. Still trying to break him bites of that habit. Bites all the time! <laughs> because he was a feral What's cat. What's wrong with you people? Also, he, was a, he was a feral cat. And the yes! Guy, the guy is very patient and very sweet with him. Don't be! Every, Keep him doing, out! Doing everything he can to rehabilitate this cat who had a rough life before the adoption. Oh my God. It turns out we never knew whether he was a boy or a girl. We just kept vacillating back and forth because it's hard to tell with cat junk. But it turns out he is a boy and because oh. he was a Russian blue cat, his name is Boy. Boris, and now we are friends with Bo- with Boris's owner. Now, now you have and, Boris and Rojo. You just like your adoptive friends. Yes, exactly. So we are going to be keeping in touch with Boris. Don't care about sh- Boris. What yeah, happened let, with let's you? Talk about you. Uh, I think I think I'm fine. I didn't go to the doctor. Oh, <laughs> yes! Gosh! Yes! So there is true... Did you talk to the vet? Uh, no, you know what? We were just really concerned about Boris. Yes! Being <laughs> is stupid! No, but wait! But wait! What? With, with the chip, though, Boris is... Ha- he's had all of his shots. He doesn't have rabies. But you so don't know what happened in the days. You don't know what happened in the days. Yeah, what are the chances? Pretty high! <laughs> Pretty high, dude! He didn't see the doctor, everybody. No, I didn't, I didn't go see the doctor. He didn't talk to someone. I didn't. Perhaps if I'd uh, if I'd had these phone calls that we just took yesterday, oh, maybe that would have so made a different dumb. Remember, you're not out of the woods a year later. Okay. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Is it the return of Hot Take Jones coming up after the topic? Oh, hour? yeah, baby. It's correct. Because last time Hot Take stopped by, he told us we should not say God bless you to people that sneeze. Well, yeah, I tried that for a day, and then I realized, you know what? It's a kind <laughs> thing to do. I'm going to keep doing it. I mean, listen, if you want to be a part of the sheep, go ahead. Literally. I do in this. Case. A minute and a half after that segment, I I sneezed a real sneeze. Mm-hmm. And what did you say, Jason? I said, "Bless you." Sure that, did. But that's purely because <laughs> I felt I felt like it would be an attack on you if I didn't do it. Also, we're all robots. We know that. <laughs> all right, that is uh, coming up. But first, though, Allie is here. And now, breaking oh. news, boom. Oh, all right. I mean, Bean sent this to me, and I, I thought we should break into Ooh. a song. Woodstock is back on? Yes. <laughs> no. Please. Oh. I thought we should break into a song. I thought there's no way the world can go without this news. Okay. Live, local, late-breaking. So the Counting Crows played up... 
We interrupt this yeah, program uh-huh. to bring you breaking news. Yeah, we got it. Uh, they and played now, the, all right. a breaking news bulletin. The San Francisco Outside Land This Festival. is London okay. Calling. Sure. Here is a news flash. They played the Outside London. We interrupt this program uh, to bring you a special news bulletin. I'd like to hear the uh, breaking news. Okay. They play the Outside Lands Festival this past weekend. And here's the thing. They said something curious. They said, thank you, San Francisco. It's good to come home. We've always wanted to play Outside Lands. I don't know when we'll see you again or if we'll see you. Thanks for all the years. And people were like, wait. Are they saying goodbye? They this just is celebrated. Counting Crows, we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes, they and just. And they're still playing concerts. Well, they just celebrated their 25th anniversary <laughs> with a summer tour. Oh. Everything. And people are going to see them. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing with Counting Crows. I've mentioned this a lot on the air that August and Everything After, to this day, is one of those albums I can listen to from start to finish. I love that album. It's too. an amazing album. Yep. When you look at, at Adam Duritz, you see that crazy, the weird dreads mm-hmm. that oh, never, said, sure, Bob. Yeah. And never quite makes sense because sometimes they're they're really hefty and big. Sometimes they're just in weird clumps. So people are like, are they even real? Then he came out years ago and said, oh, no, a bunch of them are extensions. Just weird situation. He has just posted on Instagram... A bite on his foot from his cat. A bite on his foot? No. Adam Duritz flew to London after outside lands and shaved his head. (gasps) You guys. You guys. Is he going through something? Like, you know when we go through, like, a breakup or something big, we're Mm -hmm. like, should I get bangs? This is Adam Duritz's (laughs) should I get bangs. That's his whole identity yes. are those stupid white man dreadlocks. It's in and I Imagine mean, how great that feels. He is such a basic bitch now. Like, now looking at him, he just looks like anyone I'd walk down the street and see. Oh, he's Chris Daughtry now. If Chris Daughtry and uh, Duff Goldman had a kid, yeah. it is definitely Adam it's Durant weird, from man. Counting Crows. I don't think I could watch him sing. Really? No. Would it take away the magic? Yes. I'd be going, where's the, what, what about the trash can on top of your head? It's all round here. You're like, boo. <laughs> Do you think they found like birds and garage door openers and stuff For in there? For sure. He's like, I lost that years ago. It's like, aunt comes out. She's like, I've been up here the whole time. Why? It was a Why? terrible look. Oh, and I, awful. It was and, I, and I so remember when he was dating uh, Courtney Cox from mm-hmm. uh, from Fred's, I was like, how can she date that man? How yeah. can she, she, how she go to to bed with those dreadlocks. He, he dated so many good-looking women. Yeah, he, yeah. he was it for a while, for and sure. And by the way, I don't want anyone to uh, to misunderstand here. Many people are fine with dreadlocks. I mean, this isn't oh, about dreadlocks. Yeah, there are lots of people who can pull off dreadlocks. Chubby, white Adam Duritz is not one of them. Yeah, he looks a million times better, though. I will he say really that. does. Absolutely. So kudos to you, and I hope you didn't break up, because they're fun. Just saying. Guys, I know you were nervous about that Guns N' Roses lawsuit against that brewery in Colorado. They were selling beer and merchandise dubbed Guns N' Rose without permission. (laughs) How do they have time? Come on. Well, both parties have agreed to settle in principle. They're drafting a written settlement intended to dismiss the case. I feel like Guns N' Roses are, they're growing up. They don't need this in their life anymore. I feel like that was a legitimate complaint because somebody could misinterpret that as being authorized by the band. Sure. I guess. I agree. I mean... I mean, it's it's just a pun. I get it. But if I'm Guns N' Roses, I don't want people to think I'm endorsing it. 
Well, it's basically just Axel because he's the one who owns the name and logo and stuff. Right, and that was right. a big part of the issue in the band. So, Guys, this uh, this story delights me to no end. Did you guys see the hashtag Free Dorothy on Twitter? No. I didn't. Mm-hmm. No. Here's the thing. Uh, you ground your kid. What's the one thing you take away from them? Phone. Their phone. Electronics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this girl got in trouble with her mom. Her name's Dorothy. She caught the attention of the internet earlier this month. She was documenting how her mom kept taking away her phone, leaving her unable to tweet. I'm leaving forever. My mom took my phone. I'll miss you guys. I'm crying. Goodbye. She sent that from her Nintendo. (laughs) A couple days later, she sent out another tweet because her mom found out. Guess where she sent that from? Her Wii. (laughs) Her mom found that one out. Yeah. And but her mom cannot figure out what's happening now because her mom doesn't know that you can tweet from your smart fridge. <laughs> she is tweeting via the fridge. She said, "I don't know if this is going to tweet cuz I'm talking to my fridge. What the heck, mom? Stop taking my stuff away." She's talking to the fridge, and the fridge is tweeting that out. I love Dorothy so much. She's the best. Here's here's why Free Dorothy was trending. Nothing without my following. Because LG, the makers of the smart fridge, of course, heard it. They started the hashtag Free Dorothy, which is brilliant, right? Oh, you guys, Free Dorothy. Nintendo, the Wii, and a fridge. You cannot keep Dorothy offline. I she, love her so she much. She's uh, extremely online. <laughs> she's kind of the greatest. I am worthless. I have, I bring nothing to the table. To zero. Imagine her mother, though. How is she yes. doing? She's just in the kitchen. That's right. awesome. She's just in there talking. Looks What's like she's happening? just getting milk or something. Right? Like she's tweeting. She hadn't even gotten to the thermostat yet. She's no. still got that in her back pocket. Oh, God, I love you, Dorothy. All right, some birthdays for you. Joe Jonas, Deborah Messing, Jennifer Lawrence, Anthony Anderson, and Ben Affleck. Suck it, reindeer games. I'm not Ben Affleck. You're white, then you Ben Affleck. And we've got another birthday. Yes. That Jensen is very upset that we haven't been oh. playing. Oh. Uh, Bobon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bobon. It's Bobon's birthday. Happy birthday. So. Thir- he's only 31. Wow, he looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Before we get into hot take mm-hmm. Jones, a quick reminder that Kevin's party bus is taking you and three friends to Las Vegas next weekend. It's our latest singles party, including a two-night hotel stay at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. All we're asking you to do is go to krock.com, upload a video of yourself one minute or less telling us why you want to party in Las Vegas with the Kevin and Bean Show. And what you're hoping to get out of the trip. And the deadline, the reason we bring this up again is the deadline is tomorrow night at midnight. And I understand we had some more excellent submissions yesterday. I have two for you. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Chris Martinez. I'm 23 years old. I'm looking to go on your party bus, man. Um, Other than the fact that I've never been to Vegas before. 23, never been to Vegas. Crazy, right? That feels like we'd be doing something charitable. I work in a mortuary. Oh! In an office with no windows. So I would love to get out of here. I can't. Help the man. um, Help the man. Man deserves a a weekend away. Uh Works in a mortuary. And then maybe, you know, the female me. Hi, Kevin and Bean. My name is Roxanne. I'm 25. This is my 25th attempt to make this video. (laughs) 
I want to meet Mr. Right. So please help me. Please. 25th attempt. I like the honesty. <laughs> I do too. I wish sweet. she sent in all the attempts. <laughs> Same. Like a montage. I, I, uh, I don't know how much you can tell just from hearing a voice, but I enjoyed both of them. Same. Very yeah, they're both. They sound like personality plus. They're so. both good. And that's what we're looking for. Yes. That's exactly what we're looking for. Just go to krock.com and uh, look for all the details again. Uh, details, excuse me. Again, the deadline is tomorrow night at midnight. All right. I've got ideas. I've got thoughts. Sometimes you won't like them. My name is Hot Take Jones. It's time for Hot Take Jones. Millennials are so stupid. She's a total loser. Believe in him. What if I lick my dog's butt? His name is Jensen. Wee! He's got a hot take on everything. My two-year-old penis? Yeah. Oh. Jones is here. Let's see what crazy thing he has to say. Hot take Jones is here. What's your hot take? And please don't be a dummy. Hot take Jones is here. Yeah, I'm assuming this will be shards out the mouth. Oh. Uh, well, a couple Omar, of those. Uh, Omar shaved his dreadlocks you before did. we recorded that. You did. A couple of those didn't fit. I don't know how they fit in there. But anyway, guys, I admit, I have some thoughts that I know aren't popular. And uh, are you taking pictures of me? I'm sorry. sound like it, yes. <laughs> what are you, are you taking, are, is there more blood or something? What's going on? Well, it's just starting to bubble up a little bit. Yes. So I should document it. Go no ahead. I apologize. Okay. All right. Here's here's my opinion. And I, I'm not, I'm not here to make friends. I didn't take this job for Mr. Popularity. Okay, it's a good thing. Truth. I'm here because I know that there are certain things that need to go out there. Okay, here is one. I disagreed with your last one. Well, Mm -hmm. and I'm not living my life by it. I'm not looking for you to Uh, agree here either. All right. If you're over 18 years old, don't have birthday parties. Okay, go to hell. Because let me explain. This is something for children. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. This is. Something for kids. Mm-hmm. It, it is like getting an Easter basket at, thir- at 35 years old. This is a child's game of having a birthday party. This is what you're supposed to do when you're a child. Now, I will say, I'm going to admit that there are some landmark ages. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm allowing you to have birthday parties 18 and younger. Mm-hmm. 18 being obviously a large milestone. 20, 21, 30, 40, 50, 60. That's it. Anything past 60. No Why 20? Um, it, it, it's just a round number. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate yeah. you so 20, much. You go to hell, you son of a bitch. Okay, so you, again, so you know, 18 and younger, twenty twenty one. You Wait, why wouldn't you skip 20 and go for 20? That's what I'm saying. meaningful. Because I'm allowing two birthdays at a younger nonsense. age. No, because I'm allowing two birthdays at a younger age. I, I understand that in the 20s you want to go out and have a party, whatever, so I'm saying two in your 20s. I'm so giving you, you that. So you skip 19. You're like, screw you, 19. Yeah. 19 Just mean wait anything. one year. 19 doesn't mean a thing. Neither does and 20. Yes, it does. It's a round number. It's, it's, Who it's, cares if it's a round number? it's a round number. So it's 22, 24, 26, 28. You're not giving us those. No, brand new decade for you. How how is 25 not a significant birthday? Thought about that. Played it out in my head. Don't think it means anything. Quarter century, man. Yeah, I mean, I see how that one plays in. You can rent a car now at 25. Hold on, though. At least we're on the same level. That's an odd number. At least we're on the same level, Bean, because I do see the 25 could be a milestone. I might give you that. I also want to say that any age in between here, so 22, you know, 42, maybe have family dinner. Maybe go out with your family, a couple people. But also, like, stop. What are you, 12? Do you need an ice cream social? Like, we don't need. No, and also people, people who make your birthday like a week, these are all. 
all the same people. Oh, it's my birthday month. What about the person that's like, say, 28 and just has go has a books a bar, has a party, invites Amazing. everybody to come? Yes. Yeah, that's no. always fun. It's no. a great birthday. Yeah. Are you going to wear little hats and have like no. a... No, You don't you're, have to have a kid's you're gonna party. You're going to do pa- shots. You guys, if, if you do that, you need to get Paw Patrol plates and uh, <laughs> no, streamers You're up. talking about adults having a kid's party. This is an adult having all, an adult party. But they're all the same. It's the they're same not, thing. You're not man. wearing the stupid hat. I, listen, if you're... Okay, Unless you're if really I told drunk. You, if I told you when you were 12 years old, you used to put out cookies for Santa Claus with milk. Mm-hmm. And you did it, and someone was still doing it at 38, would you be like, that guy's a weirdo? It's, yes. It's, it's a weird celebratory... Yes. Not the same thing. It is. It's, it's a not weird. the same thing as your birthday. It just isn't. Happy, singing happy birthday to a grown-ass human. Happy birthday. Blow out your I, candles. I have never had... I have had, you know, get-togethers, whatever. Oh, let's all go to this bar. Let's have a dinner. Let's do this. Not once has anyone sang happy birthday to me. Well, then I I, I applaud you on that, but you understand you're in the minority. No, I don't I don't think I sang... Go to sang... any TGI Fridays on any day at 7 p.m. and you will see a grown-ass man... Because you're getting a free dessert. <laughs> it's Everyone's none of their lying. birthdays. They're all lying. Yeah, all lying. <laughs> That's... In my case i see birthdays where they're singing and they're adults and it's just it's just weird to me it's a it's someone a, didn't love you enough when you were little did that uh can hot take jane just interrupt <laughs> with this <laughs> i don't think uh jensen had many friends mm. that wanted oh. to celebrate his birthday okay. number one personal i thing. had many friends but mm-hmm. i didn't feel past 18 years old that it's worth being like let's all go celebrate but you and did it 20 and 21 i would have <laughs> i would have 20. I, because listen, it's a round number i, I was giving it. you i was giving credit to the 20 year old saying that they deserve two parties i think anything beyond that is number one selfish and it's like self-centered it's just weird no one else sees it as weird you sound insane do you realize that you should be medicated. No, I think I think your birthday party grows up with you. Mm-hmm. So in your if you're 28, you don't expect gifts. Yeah. You just get together, you drink, you have a good time, oh, yeah, you and don't that's wanna, it. You don't want to hear my theory on gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like to. Now. Well, any I just don't. Again, I think it's an adult. It's like adults maybe give a gift, but like don't make it just about birthday gifts. Like, oh, everyone, bring me a gift at my party. Like, it's a, well, how old are you? Like, it feels very we have young. Very different friends. Uh, because I I do have friends that have birthdays. We meet up. We have a good time. There's drinks. We're, ah, everything's fun. There's no set time to well open then, presents. Well There's maybe, no cake. There's no... Maybe I'll say one thing about your parties, because you do seem kind of chill about it. And uh-huh. I, you're dead to me. And I understand... <laughs> and I understand that you're chill about it. I just don't... I don't think you represent the, the overall birthday party haver. I think okay. the birthday party haver is someone who sends out an evite. It's got like a theme and they have their cake and their birthday. That is a more common party for an adult who's annoying. Okay. I don't think you're having that. I think you're having drinks with friends on a birthday. Yes. That I, okay. I, 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 I That's what see, I've been arguing the whole time. Yeah. Your, I at least see your point. Okay. But I'm saying a birthday party. Party mm-hmm. is a term. I don't think you're having a party. I think you're having a get-together. Mm-hmm. I could probably still be critical of Can you. Can I do that at 19? No, it's an odd no. number. Okay. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> wasn't sure, wasn't sure. 20 and 21. Is anybody buying this polished turd? Uh, so that's my that's my hot take, Jones, this week. Uh, I believe, uh, based on the reaction from the room, you are denied, sir. Hot take, Jones is here. Let's see what crazy thing he has to say. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, a public service announcement from The Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, party people. It's going to be hot today, so make sure to drive your car into the ocean and wait for sundown. It's the only way to survive. This has been a PSA from The Kevin and Bean Show. The Kevin and Bean Show. We care. Solid advice right there. Solid. Mm. I sound like you might be a meteorologist. I would listen to him. <laughs> we are always excited when our next guest is on the card, as he is this weekend in Anaheim at the Honda Center. UFC 241 is our friend Daniel Cormier, who's on the line, versus Stipe Miocic, D.C. Welcome back to the Kevin Bean Show. How are you? I'm good. What's up, guys? I Look, you know, with all the media you do every fight week, you don't request a certain show. I beg to do your guys' show as it has become part of my ritual. Well, we know what happens when you don't show up, DC. <laughs> that's right. We all know yeah, what happens. You know, hey, that's the bad stuff, man. The bad stuff happens when I don't show up. Well, this has been uh, working out for uh, for both of us, so we're delighted to have you all. We're actually excited about this fight. I have to be honest, every time you put that pretty face back in the octagon, I keep asking myself, why are you still fighting, Daniel? You've got a fantastic post-fight career already set up. What makes you at 40 keep wanting to do this? I mean, I love the competition. And, and you know, if this is the last time uh, I'm going to fight, I knew I wanted to make that walk again. I fought in New York City, but I wasn't prepared to fight. I, I had like 17 days notice. And they said, can you fight Derek Lewis at Madison Square Garden? I said, okay. So I wanted to have a full training camp, go out there and do it uh, in the way that I, I, I am, I've been doing it my entire life, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I love competing. Did you mean to say that this is going to be your last fight? I said this could be. Could be. You okay. know, this could be my last fight. But I was going to fight in March right before I turned 40 and just be done. Mm-hmm. And then I had surgery on my back in, uh, in December. So I had to wait. And I was like, you know, I want to fight at least one more time. And at okay. this point, it's kind of like, you know, one at a time. I know that, uh, you know, Stipe has a great track record as a former UFC heavyweight champion himself. But there are some people who said you destroyed him so easily last time. Why does he even get a rematch? Was it easy? You know, he's the longest race. He's the long. No, it wasn't easy. No, it wasn't easy at all. He was uh, He's tough. He's a big, strong guy. Uh, he's defended the heavyweight title more than anybody in UFC history. So uh, he has that, too. And honestly, he was deserving of a rematch. It's just that I was looking at fighting Brock Lesnar after I beat him. And then when that didn't happen, I said, okay, give it to the guy that deserves it. And it's uh, Steve Miocic. A lot of people had him on paper as being ahead of you in certain categories. And one of them was striking. Yeah. And I actually won the fight by knockout. By knockout. You know, so in the first round. Heavyweight, <laughs> yep. At heavyweight, anything can happen. You know, like everybody's so big and so strong and. One punch in the right spot can can shut anybody's lights out. That's why, you know, when you you hear that stat, Stipe defended the belt more than anyone in UFC history. It, it was only three times. You know, it's not like it was six, seven, eight, or like Demetrius Johnson had eleven. John yeah. Jones had nine. Like, yeah, Stipe had three. You know, it's because heavyweight's so volatile. 
Yeah, it good. That's a that's actually a really good point to put it into a context. You said this week in one of your pre-fight interviews, DC, that this this might be the toughest fight of your career. Is that just hype for the weekend, or do you really feel that? I feel it because I remember when I lost to uh, Jones the first time. The second time, I was so motivated to be motivated to beat him. I think that Stipe is going to approach this fight in the same manner, right? Yeah. I know how hard he's probably worked and how motivated he is to get it back, especially with the way that um, I won the first fight. So I think his preparation uh, is going to lead it to being just as tough as anything I've ever been in there. I thought yeah. it was I thought it was really cute. I was reading an interview with him where he said, uh, "It's it, the first fight people have to remember, I was winning before I got knocked out. I was like, dude, <laughs> you were winning for four minutes? <laughs> That's not something to brag about. <laughs> no, you know... Uh, it was a very close fight until the knockout. We were dead even, you know. So the idea that he was even winning the fight mm-hmm. leads me to believe that they didn't change all that much going into the rematch. Sure. Our friend Daniel Cormier on the line. We're talking about UFC 241, which is this Saturday night at the Honda Center. If you want to be there in person, you could also see it on ESPN Plus and, of course, on pay-per-view. Daniel is the number one ranked pound-for-pound fighter in the world. As you near the end of your career, D.C., if if this is something you can uh, modestly answer, where do you rank yourself among the greatest UFC fighters of all time? I think when you look at all the things that I've accomplished, I think you have to put me right at the top. You know, with all the, the best guys, the greatest champions. You know, I've, I've won the light heavyweight title and defended it three times. I've won the heavyweight title and defended it once. And if I win Saturday, it'll be the second. So um, I've been in about eight or nine UFC championship fights. And maybe 10 because I've lost, uh, I lost two. So, um, I think when you, when you make a short list of, of the best fighters ever, you always have to include me. And ultimately that was my goal when I started it. I always said I wanted to be remembered. And I think the legacy that I'm going to leave behind is one that can't be ignored. I got to tell you, that's uh, setting your goals pretty high. <laughs> when you go into something, you go, you know what? I want to be one of the greatest of all time in that. I just think that you have to shoot for this. Like, in anything I do, you know, I just like if if I get if I start doing something, I try to just kind of go to work, just start chasing on the biggest dreams that I could imagine, you know. And, and sometimes you fall short, but if you're not willing to take a risk, you know, there's never ever going to be anything that's worth really pursuing. All right, final question for me, DC. I was watching your interview on uh, Yahoo Sports with Kevin Ioli the other day, and you were wearing a Cowboys T-shirt. Um, yeah, you're, you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. No, that's Oklahoma State. Okay, thank God. Oh, thank God. I I saw the Cowboys on there, and it was like a little cartoon. I was like, oh, my God, if he's a Dallas fan, we can't be friends anymore. No, New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints for my life. Okay, all right. now we're talking. There you now, go. All right, so DC, yeah. you guys, not a Dallas fan. That's the so right answer because we were going to have to cut you off. Yeah, we were going to have to say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> DC, DC, it would be, it'll be it'll be weird to not bring it up today because it's obviously all over the news. But this Conor McGregor punching a random old man in the face at a bar uh, is is more disturbing. It's almost like the stuff that comes out about him is more and more shocking and and kind of a bummer. Uh, I wanted to see if you had seen that video. Conor McGregor punched somebody in the face. An old man uh, reported to, I guess it was yesterday, an old man reportedly, he was, uh, he offered him a whiskey shot uh, at a bar. The guy just politely said no, and then Connor started yelling at him and punched him in the face. Um, I haven't seen that. Mm. It sounds like a tub thumping song. That's very bad. (laughs) Yeah. That's very bad if that happens. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's bad for for anybody. I worry about Connor. I feel for like anybody. He, so like he's got problems. I feel yeah. like it just it's escalating to a point of being like, dude, this dude just mentally ill. He's like, out of yeah, it. Yeah, we have yeah. to stop stop sort of celebrating it. He's got trouble. DC, how do you stay at the top of your game and stay as motivated as you are, as basically, honestly, like an animal that gets in there and fights, and stay out of trouble? I just try to live my life, man. You know, like some, some people want things that are so much bigger than just fighting and success you know i want fighting and success that's it for me that's all i want i don't want to i don't need all the other stuff you know like and maybe that doesn't equate to selling as many pay-per-views and all this other stuff but i just want to be happy man like you know be comfortable and make sure my family's okay and that's enough for me and that's that's why we love you yep that's right man and you got and you got such a beautiful family too that's uh got to keep you grounded thank you all right when i'm older right like i started this very old so yeah Exactly. I was a little more mature than most of these guys. Well, we know they're going to drag you away, but you know how much we love you. You know how much we'll be rooting for you this Saturday night. ESPN Plus and Pay-Per-View, it's a great card with our friend DC at the top and the rematch with Stipe you've been waiting for. Thanks for jumping on, man. Good luck. Don't get hurt. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bye-bye. DC. Bye-bye. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Like uh, Lizzo says, truth hurts. Mm -hmm. And never has that been more true than the story that Kevin brought us yesterday about what goes on in a bathroom with particles in the air. I got to tell you, it's the first time I've ever wanted Dr. Drew to disprove every single one of them. I want him to disagree with every single one of them. Before we go to him, we can get out still. So I'm just warning us in advance. like We don't have to do this. Because there may have you been don't want to know the truth. Do we head in the sand? Can we handle the truth? Mm-mm. I know I can't handle the truth. Doctor, will that. you lie to us? Will you tell us whatever we want to hear? You can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Drew, Kevin found a video online that had it was just chock full of disturbing facts about how germs move around in a restroom, public or private. Oh. Kevin, you want to kind of recap the yes. gist of the piece, and then we'll get Doctor Drew to address it. And I hope, I hope. That your wishes come true, and he t- tells Same. us none of, none of this is Tell real. us this is not true, Dr. Drew. All right, po- uh, point one. Toilet paper on the toilet does not help. It doesn't protect you from germs. Correct. Po- oh. Oh. Did you not hear what we wanted? Yeah, say it again. Say it again. We're I think he, didn't, he misheard you. Toilet paper <laughs> on the toilet doesn't help with germs. Toilet paper has small pores in it through yep. which bacteria, and this, more importantly, virus can penetrate easily. This isn't oh, what we want. God. He's saying exactly what they said in the report. This All right. is awful. How about but this? However, yes, yes, yes. Please, you silver lining. You, you, you don't need. There's nothing on. There's lots of stuff on the toilet seat. But it, this whole. You want to continue the report because that that yeah. whole video you guys said was so disturbing. Good. The poor doctor on there was trying to stay factual and make sense, and they were turning it all into fake news. They just went from headline to headline all right. without contextualizing oh, the reality. So the, so the, but yeah, the first news. point was toilet paper doesn't help with germs, and that's, that's accurate. A good point. But take it and. And he went even so far as to say at O'Hare Airport in Chicago, they have these plastic liners that, right. re- that zoom around the side of the, the toilet. Right. And he says all that does is send the bacteria out into the air. That is also true. Oh. <laughs> but but didn't, didn't the piece yesterday have some phenomenal amount of bacteria that was on every square inch of a toilet seat, like 1,200 different bacteria or something? And, and is on every square inch of your skin. Mm. The bacteria that they look for in the, back, in the bathrooms when the microbiologists go in and study are markers they are not pathogens 
They're markers. I don't know the for, difference. They're markers for primarily stool exposure. Oh, it, I never want to hear stool right? exposure. Ever. That's a great band, though. And the thing you worry about is viruses, not bacteria, because bacteria, non-pathogenic bacteria, already live on our skin. They're already. It's already with us. So that's All right, that's better then. Okay, okay that's markers. good. Markers. The E. coli. Oh my God, E. coli. Oh my God. Yeah, E. coli is in your stool. It's in everything. It's on our skin. It's on the toilet seats. It's all over the bathroom, but especially on the floor. So we don't but need to protect ourselves from that. From that, but it's a, but the but the density of it is a marker for let's say lack of cleanliness, right? And then you worry about other bacteria, like say flesh-eating bacteria, oh. streps and staphs and things, which also live on our skin. They also live okay, with us all the time and in our nose. Okay, good. There they are. But if they're really dense and if you have an open wound or something, well, okay, this is an issue. Bottom line, bottom line all this, there, there are three to four takeaways. One is there's lots of stuff in bathrooms, right? Mm-hmm. There's lots of stuff there. So it's just a reminder to wash your hands as you leave. Do you know the cleanest place in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Do you know where the cleanest place is and almost has no bacteria on it? What, what do you do, no. being, or Kevin, when you leave the bathroom, what do you do? Do you grab a paper towel and open the door with a towel? Yeah, I do. Okay. That's the cleanest spot That's in the not bathroom. possible. You're saying the doorknob? That's not the possible because... The doorknob is absolutely pristine because Wait. everyone is washing their hands. But and then they, no, Dr. And Drew, Everyone's everyone is not. not washing their hands. And the people who aren't washing their hands grab that handle, and then I'm going to grab it after I wash my hands. I'm Those same people are grabbing things all over the place out in the outside world. No. For the most part, people are washing their hands. Now, all right, agree to disagree. I'm going important. to Bean's house and putting poo on his doorknob. Agree to disagree. <laughs> How you wash your hands is important. you got to wash for... T- t- the way they say it, the, the sort of thing to keep in mind is two verses of happy birthday now you can't sing it out loud because somebody will sue you for that but it's it's happy birthday two verses hot water okay with soap i'm not a surgeon okay. no no that's what everybody scrubbing in really more than anything it's just an opportunity to wash your hands because the reality is you're getting exposed to much more stuff right. right there in the world but the big thing this is the this is the one that drives me a little bit crazy uh ali when you go in the bathroom mm-hmm. are you carrying a purse or something yes where's that purse go uh, if there's not a hook, it's got to go in my lap. I'm not putting it on the ground. Okay. Where do a lot of women put it? On the ground. Yes. And then when you get home, where does that purse go? Oh, like on a table. Or your bed. Or, or your, your bed. Couch. Yeah. Table, a table in what room? Your bedroom? No, it's usually the kitchen. You kitchen. go first thing you do is the kitchen oh. or the dining room, and you put the thing down right where you're preparing food. You know oh. what that so is? That, That's stool exposure. So fomites, <laughs> fomites, things that you put down in the bathroom mm. are a much bigger issue, not just because they're exposing you now, but you're putting it down in a place where you're preparing food I, and doing I, it repeatedly. I just love that you think I cook. That was <laughs> So I, far, I'd like to say, Dr. Drew, you're failing at making us feel better. Okay, okay. now the other pooing. thing... The All other right, no, wait, I have, I have one more point that I want to bring up. Yes. Every time you flush... Yes. Mm. Germs... Poo air? ...can go, according to this article, 2.7 meters, which is almost nine feet in the air. Every time you urinate into a toilet bowl, it can go 20 feet. What are we doing? 20. You're wow. not helping. This isn't helping anyone. Why? How? You know what? I'm holding in everything. I thought, I thought nine feet was a lot. Now it's so, 20. So the people that study bathrooms are right now much more concerned with what's aerosolized. And super a, single. A, a, boy. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a key area of focus now is, say, the hand dryers, right? Because that is sending stuff all over the room also, but typically after you wash. So it's not that big a concern. But the toilets are a concern. There's all kinds of things aerosolizing. 
And again, the kinds of viruses that are out there these days, uh, and there's lots of stuff, you know, in today's world that I'm worried about, it is kind of a concern. That's something to be, in terms of people trying to keep bathrooms safer, that's the average, the, per, you, the user can't do anything about this. None mm -hmm. of us can do anything about it. But the public health officials are trying to focus on that. Ali said earlier she is this close to starting to wear diapers. That's I, the only solution. I feel like the studies have all been brought to you by Big Diaper. This is so good. What? Uh, so I'm just the fact that Allie's going that route. I yeah. love this. It's no. a new trend. This is going to be disgusting. I don't feel like it's so a new. I, is that is that Allie coming? Do you hear squishing? Yep. <laughs> so when you walk, when you stand up from the toilet, you are basically walking through poop-filled air to get to the door. And and a, you know, and a lot of poop-filled floor. Uh, <laughs> and, and again, so there's rounded. typically not. You know, the bacteria associated with all that are not the problem. It's if somebody's infected with a virus okay. and or, you know, and or if they're having, you know, right now, you know, in Los Angeles, we had a, we had a typhoid outbreak. Oh, he brought it. Here we go. I knew he was going to get the typhoid. He's there like the go. Kevin Bacon game for typhoid. He'll get it there in three se separate No, no, I normally talk about typhus, which is an entirely different illness. Oh, it's the same. Don't worry about is is transmitted by stool and it's something that's you know sort of that's a 19th century disease we thought we would never see we again. asked you to is. help and i'm going to say i'm disappointed in all you. right and, and i'm going to go a step further and say we have had a long fruitful mutually <laughs> beneficial relationship <laughs> with dr jupinski it ends today ladies and gentlemen oh, oh, no. final appearance of dr drew on k-rock it's been great having you don't forget you can go to drdrew.com to see all the live appearances and podcasts uh, noon to three on 790k abc and the heal app in the app store or google play to see a doctor in the comfort of your own home but hopefully not this downer dr yeah. drew <laughs> see you doc bye it's the kevin and bean show on k-rock don't yell at me about this, mm -hmm. I, I hate to invoke a curse here, mm -hmm. but Mama Mugs may have been right about talk, about the Dodgers, about the what? Dodgers not how having they, what it takes to dare go. You? Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because they when we talked to her, they had just won against the Marlins fifteen to one. Yeah, mm -hmm. last night they only won nine to one. I'm so you're saying you. this is the beginning of a slump. Wait. With, I'm just uh, saying yeah. the Thursday team is not not anywhere near what the Wednesday team. And by is. the way, one of the other thing, two things that she said. She said she didn't like the relievers who've literally shut someone out and uh, one run. And uh -huh. then the other thing she said, the rookies are just too many. Uh, one of the rookies had two home runs. Last two night. home runs, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Clayton Kershaw <laughs> struck out the first seven batters yeah. he faced, yeah. which is one short of the. Major did she league watch division. the whole game, Mugs? I, oh, I'm sure once he didn't strike out that eighth batter, she said, oh, F this. <laughs> I'm over it. I don't pay attention to her when she watches the Dodgers anymore. So, Really? I, I wouldn't be able to life. either. I'm done. Um, guys, they only won 9-1. to one. Yeah, I, I mean, so is, that a, is that a team that's good enough to make it to the World Series even? So far, so good. Okay. There are, think, by the way, there are more people in our kitchen during lunchtime than there are at Miami Marlins games. Yeah, it's it, shocking. Well, it's so depressing. It's like 3,000 people there. It's awful. awful. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, Allie, you're up with our final What's Happening for a Thursday. What's going on? What's new? Can you guys imagine paying 30 cents for a gallon of gas? No. Well, no. guess what? Today you can. Wow, that's what? unbelievable. Yeah! Restaurants and retailers across L.A. are giving Angelinos the chance to take a trip back in time, back to 1959, with prices in celebration of the popular Amazon show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Just ahead of their Emmy campaign push, Amazon has partnered with a bunch of different restaurants, corporations, dry bar. 
Yes. I just felt like saying dry bar because that's when I was like, wait, what? Well, dry wait. bar was huge in the 50s. So. I was just going to say, did it, that wouldn't even, even exist <laughs> in Here's the thing. Uh, you could go to a bunch of different dry bar locations and get the Mrs. Maisel-inspired look for two oh. bucks. Mm. That's a great look, too, by the way. You could go to Art's Delicatessen and Restaurant, get a corned beef, pastrami, or turkey sandwich with a pickle for 99 cents. Where can I get the gas? Get into that. Okay. You could go to Cantor's and get a Maisel pastrami sandwich, 99 cents. Incredible Kevin, deal. What about a scoop of Hagen Dazs? All right, now, now I'm listening. 80 cents. Hmm. What about going to Mel's Drive in? You're like, hmm, I want a milkshake, 30 cents. Slice Whoa. of pie, 30 cents. Whoa. Mel Burger with fries, 50 cents. All that food together is $1.10. Don't try it. I want to smell it. Amazing, you guys. Susie Cakes. What, you want a pink vanilla or a pink chocolate cupcake? 25 cents. That's a quarter. Those are some pretty good cupcakes. I mean, really it sounds to me like you're stacking them deep and selling them cheap. Thank you. That's what I'm doing. Maybe you want that gallon of gasoline for 30 cents. Okay. You can get up to 20 gallons. This is at the Chevron Santa Monica. That's at 819 Cloverfield Boulevard in Santa Monica. You could fill up essentially for six bucks. You can get a one night stay at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel or the Sportsman's Lodge in Studio City for 40 bucks. Which I feel is higher probably than 1950, 69, what? 59 prices. But and still. Mrs. Basil really wants an Emmy. It's what they want. Yes. I mean, I wonder how long these lines are going to be. That gas line is going to be crazy. Oh, yeah, the gas one's going to be nuts. Yeah. But, I mean, the dry bar one, there's a bunch of different locations. You don't have to tell me. Mm-hmm. Right? And what do you have to do? Do you have to go in there and be like, I'm Mrs. Maisel? You have to reenact uh, a <laughs> was also doing jazz hands, by yeah. the way, so you have to do that is as well. Is it like a code word? Or yeah. Something? Yes. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> she was so disgusted. <laughs> but that's pretty darn cool. If you want a list of those, uh, CBS LA is the one that just put out all of those different places. We are putting it on the Kennedy Facebook page as well. Even better. And just look for anywhere with a line today. Correct. That's exactly it. Uh, wow, these chrysalis, they got some issues, right? This is the reality stars. Yes. Keeping up with the Chrisleys. Chrisley knows some stuff. Chrisley knows best. Knows best, yeah. Sure. Uh, you know that they have been indicted on multiple federal charges this week. Tax evasion, bank fraud, wire fraud, and conspiracy. They were supposedly, like, taking out loans for millions and millions of dollars and not really on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Just a bad situation. Uh, it got worse today because... Todd Chrisley's daughter went to cops a month ago before they were indicted on tax fraud charges saying that her father and her brother were trying to extort her with a sex tape to get her to lie. Oh my gosh. Um, What? I would like to see it. I don't I don't I think we want that. But yeah. Want. Yeah. This is Doesn't seem good, right? No. No, that seems no. like a problematic family. Uh, she is estranged from the family, so mm. I guess she's not... Now she is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, it's just a bad situation. Um, how can I make it better for you? Well, what if I told you um, some more pumpkin spice will be entering your life? 
Everyone around this time of year just talks about what they're doing with pumpkin spice. Is it a candle? Is it a coffee? Is it a munchkin? Or is it spam? Hmm. What? Uh, I'm sorry, what? The spice canned port product known as spam is getting into the fall spirit by releasing its own pumpkin spice meat on September 23rd. Do do we need all of that? The limited edition flavor combines cinnamon, clove, allspice, and nutmeg with that traditional spam taste for a sweet and salty mix. Ew. Yeah, it's awful. Ew. That guys. is terrible. I, I am not a pumpkin spice person. I like the smell of a pumpkin candle. That's about as far as I go. I don't want pumpkin in everything. But okay. there, I'm, I'm just going to need a mm-hmm. little moment to process all of this. Okay. But Yummy. There, there are people that can't get enough pumpkin. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. That's sad. You guys, Bella Thorne has gone from Disney star to porn film director. She just directed her first porn film dubbed Her and Him as part of Pornhub's Visionaries Director Series, which will feature debut films by unexpected guest directors to diversify porn production and help create a more varied content. Steven Spielberg, I heard, is doing one of those. (laughs) I cannot wait, you guys. Her and him is also being billed as a sexually explicit Romeo and Juliet. I'll allow it. Right? Wherefore art thou? Oh, damn, Romeo. Right? Like one of those. It writes itself. Yeah. Nobody's in? (laughs) Hakuna Matata. I mean, why not, you guys? And for all of you Barbie heads out there, guess what? Mattel has announced a new line of Barbie dolls inspired by 1977 Star Wars a new hope. But they're Why putting so soon? <laughs> they're putting a spin on some of these different characters. Like Princess Leia, she's going to come in an elegant white gown, silver jewelry pieces. Darth Vader is reimagined as a woman with dark hair, sunglasses, and a less robotic looking black leather outfit. R2D2 oh. is transformed <laughs> into an adult woman with blue hair and a white and blue outfit similar to the droid's original look. Yes. Each figure will retail for a hundred bucks, and I've also never comes felt my boner go away so quickly with a doll stand and a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> These look like onion. This looks like an onion article. I'm looking yeah. at the Barbies. It's it's almost like a Vogue editor wearing Darth Vader's outfit. Yes. Giddy up! It's very odd. But Giddy up! Uh, Star Wars is forever, you guys. I have said that for years. Who's with me? I think we I'm all have to get are. a copy of that. I mean, okay. I, think, I think we realize that there will never be an end to Star Wars merchandise. And ever. hopefully there will never be an end to Henry Golding on our big screens. Because we all heard about the last Christmas trailer that just dropped the holiday-themed rom-com with him and Amelia Clark, Written by Emma Thompson, who also stars um, as Amelia, Amelia Clark's mom in it. Directed no, by you, Paul Feig. Everybody wants this. November 8th. And then I heard this. Henry Golding is in... Negotiations to snar- star in Snake Eyes. That's a G.I. Joe spinoff centered on the popular commando. Here's how he's described. He dresses in all black, never revealed his face and never spoke, but he stood out among the military anti-terrorist group and quickly established himself as the most popular. I haven't had an erection in 11 years. <laughs> but here's where that erection is going to get even bigger. He sometimes carried out solo missions with his pet wolf, Timber. Okay. You guys, I need it. I wasn't in until that one moment. Yes, he's got a Mm -hmm. pet wolf named Timber. 
Give him all the roles, right, Bean? Absolutely. You know he's my internet boyfriend. I get it. Henry Golding. He's the best. Yeah, he is something. How does your relationship play out? I'm a fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't see Crazy Rich Asians, <laughs> but I mean... Then I'm shut still, up! I'm still a fan. So you just see him and you're like, attractive. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, have you seen him in anything? No. <laughs> what? I, what? Hold on. But he what? is my favorite. You didn't see a simple favor? Um, which one was that? That's uh, with uh, Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah. oh, the Paul Seen movie. I did yeah. see that. Oh, I saw that. He's in okay. That. I did see that. Okay, I've seen right. one of his movies. Okay, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, I saw that. Hello, Clarice. Wow, <laughs> he's your internet boyfriend that you ha- didn't yeah, remember really seeing remember any seeing movies. in any media. Yeah, just yeah, his fan. breakout movie where he had never acted before, and then he was cast in Crazy Rich Asians. So you didn't just like see that. you just like looking at him. Yeah. Listen, I, Bean is trying to act like a normal human being, and he knows that normal human beings have crushes. So he's going, <laughs> hey, yeah, it's my internet boyfriend. I will see Last Christmas, though. That looks great. Says mm-hmm. a guy who's not going to see it. I love, I love everything about that. No, Last Christmas, I'll, I'll see. I love, I love me some Emma Thompson. All right. I'm going to just keep it amazing. Have you ever seen Emma Thompson in anything? I've seen Emma Thompson okay. in everything. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Some birthdays for you. Jennifer Lawrence, Anthony Anderson, Joe Jonas, Deborah Messing, and Ben Affleck. I mean, this is a little bit of a logic stretch, let's face it. They don't know jack about drilling. How hard can it be? Aim the drill at the ground and turn it on. (laughs) (laughs) Time to see Armageddon again, you guys. Love him so much. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. 5 p.m. commercial free hour with Stryker and Klein. It's happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. People are dumb. Uh, it's keep, keep it 100 because it's Friday. Love yes. that feature. And we have Seth Rogen on. Yeah. Ah. How about that? That's tomorrow morning on an all-new show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Mama Lisa, the original basic bitch. Travel thousands of miles to see your beautiful smile. Talk about a bait and switch. You act This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.